in marketing because there's so much around psychology and the users and the brand and millions of and competitors so many variables what normally happens and you have to understand is you build the plumbing system and then in a few times you get it right perfect and it just home run right we have a business partner here that we made 200 grand within the first 27 days because all the stars aligned right i came up with great offer we did great landers great funnels great brand great product market fit boom home run my name's rudy moore host of living the red life podcast and i'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week if you're ready to start living the red life ditch the blue pill take the red pill join me in wonderland and change your life guys welcome back to another episode of living the red life today i have two of my rock star team members here with me joining me from the castle we have eric and seth they are the leaders in our whole coaching and uh, marketing team. They work with all of our clients on all of the marketing-related projects that they have, whether they're in our mastermind, our inner circle, our legacy programs on our agency side, um, and they help our clients get major wins, how to plan their marketing, implement the marketing, how to grow the company, grow the revenue, um, and they work with thousands of clients. So today we are here to talk about how to find the perfect coach, how to hire consultants, how to get the right marketing strategy you need for your business. Eric, Seth, welcome. Great to have you. Great to be here. Great to be here. Thank you. So let's dive in uh, just before we start and uh, go into the nitty gritty of how to build the right marketing strategy into your business, how to find consultants, marketers, agencies, how to get the perfect person to support you. I would love you guys just give 30 seconds of your background experience in marketing. We'll start. I've been doing uh, direct response marketing for over 20 years. I've done everything from copyright, from copywriting, email, sales letters, ads, the whole thing. Run my own e-commerce store, sold that successfully. I've worked with small individual mom and pop shops all the way up to international multi-million dollar businesses. Great. I discovered copywriting when I was a music teacher, working my way through college, filling up my music studio. I didn't know what copywriting was, but I was writing ads and realized that I had a gift for it. I built a couple of call centers back in the corporate world, um, writing their sales scripts and uh this was over 20 years ago when I first started, and then I had a 13-year career as a freelance writer, and I have about a little over 30,000 hours of one-on-one coaching experience between the hours here and the past companies I've been at. Right. So a question for you guys to lead in into the session. What is the biggest things you see in successful marketing amongst our hundreds or thousands of clients, and then the unsuccessful side? Well, the successful marketing attempts uh, focus on split testing and not being afraid to try things that they may personally not like. So they're willing to try things that at first they'd be like, I don't know, but they're willing to give it a try. And split testing is really key. The ones that aren't as successful, what I've seen is that they just don't, either they don't do the work or they think something should work and they stick to it and they don't adapt. The gym. Yeah. Yeah, I agree on the unsuccessful. It really boils down to mindset because we have a system that works really well and all they've got to do is follow it. And uh, mindset's really the only thing that stops a person from following that. Even if they don't have the skills to execute a certain step, if they're not hiring someone to do that and saving themselves the time, that's usually a mindset problem. The successful ones are people who implement quickly, are not obsessed with perfection, and are very attentive to detail and to troubleshooting the right part of the funnel instead of thinking that the whole thing's not working just because one part's not working. Yeah, we see that. So, you know, to for you guys listening, if you're running marketing right now, often parts of what you're doing is great, parts of what you're doing isn't great. And I always explain a sales process or successful marketing is kind of like a, a water pipe. And if you have a few leaks along the way, 
doesn't mean you need necessarily a whole new piping system, right? It means sometimes you're just going to replace that one piece or fill a couple of holes and now the water flows through beautifully and, you know, your guy's main job is when you start with a client, it's to build the plumbing system, right? It's right. like, hey, where does the plumbing system need to go? Let me understand the house and how the mechanics work. Okay, let's build it. And then, I mean, what most people don't understand is they think that you can just, unlike in a, in a commercial, you know, a, a housing setting, most of the time there you can build a pipe and it turns on and it's great. In marketing, because there's so much around psychology and the users and the brand and millions of and competitors, so many variables, what normally happens and you have to understand is you build the plumbing system and then in a, a few times you get it right perfect and it just home run, right? We have a business partner here that we made 200 grand within the first 27 days because all the stars aligned, right? I came up with great offer. We did great landers, great funnels, great brand, great product market fit, boom, home run. But most of the time it's not like that. Even with some of our big celebrities, even with my own brand, you build the plumbing system and then there's a few holes, a few leaky buckets, right? A few gaps and you have to work to plug those. And what you guys are saying is often members don't want to believe that they don't understand that they just destroy the whole piping system and become homeless they do i'm not going to have a home anymore i'm going to live on the street right which is quitting their marketing or they're impatient and plugging those systems and why do you think that is i think it's out of like fear but i'm interested in your guys opinion no it's exactly what Seth said earlier it's definitely a mindset issue yeah. almost all of it comes down to mindset if they can either work on their mindset or find a way to get through it by either hiring the right people or just powering through it or getting help to get over it a lot of times they'll get to success even if they've been struggling. But if they don't deal with that issue, it just keeps coming up. Even if they get a temporary fix and some immediate wins, that issue comes back up and they'll end up inadvertently breaking their own funnel again. Yeah. It's also all or nothing thinking. Even back when I was uh, a pastoral counselor, I realized that one of the biggest problems people had even in their relationships or the way they manage a lot of things in their life is they'll say, this never works or you never say you, uh, you love me or you never, you know, those always and those nevers. It's like if we take that type of generalization and point it towards our funnel and say, no, the whole thing's not working instead of thinking, well, there's there's some of it that's working, there's some of it that's not and being able to separate things out and figure out where the weak links in the chain are. But if you're an all or nothing thinker, you're going to say, well, I've got to wipe the whole thing out and start all over again. And uh, that type of thinking can really like wreck your chances of success in anything, especially in marketing. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes people do just have a terrible product off a funnel and it's like, hey, let's burn it to the ground and rebuild. Because right. sometimes it's like with house remodeling, right? I'll keep the house analogy going. Sometimes it's easier to take the house down and rebuild a brand new one. But most of the time that's not needed, right? It's like, hey, we can just fix this part and this part and now it'll be going again. But that's you know, if you're listening, that's the experience side. That's what you're paying for when you're paying for marketers and coaches like us and hiring us as consultants. And we, you know, work with solo entrepreneurs just starting out all the way up to billion dollar companies and major A-list celebrities. What you're paying for is the 20 years of experience that we all have, right? Or oh, I'm a little under that, uh, maybe for 14 years. But um, yeah, you're paying for that experience. So we know what to fix versus you just not knowing and destroying everything. So Next question I would love to move on to is what talk about some of our successful clients and the industries they're in. What's working well right now? What's doing well from a sales, marketing, funnel, ad perspective, industry perspective? So each industry is going to be a little different, but we have a couple of clients in the fitness industry and two methods I've seen working really well is the damn strategy. You know, they put out messages and engage in conversation and then a direct to call booking funnel where people 
click on an ad, they fill out a form and get on a call and get sold into a $5,000 program. So both of those are working really well. Um, and funny enough, sometimes the low ticket offer doesn't. So it'll work for a little while and then it, it bombs. And these two are very successful clients of ours. And they're both doing, I think like 100,000 or at least 50 or 60,000 a month, easy from a low ad spend, just from implementing the right steps and tweaking. And that, you know, I mean, I know the clients you're talking about, they came to us more at like 10, 20 grand a month, yeah. right? Or less, yeah. yeah. So, and of course you guys' results will vary. These are two of our great clients that have followed everything we've said. But what, what you have to understand there is the DM strategy is where you're creating conversations and you have appointment setters setting them for calls. I think that's great. We do well with that too, because you've got that human interaction, mm -hmm. right? You can personalize everything. And then the second one, the um, simplicity of like a VSL call booking funnel or, or opt-in to call booking is um, one thing that I think is important is you've got to have like a strong mechanism or hook yeah. because people want to buy into something, right? So we see that working well a lot. What about you? Well, I'll say the same thing about the fitness industry. The people we have in the fitness industry are all really good at troubleshooting along with us zeroing in on the parts of the funnel that aren't working, split testing those, really getting everything tightened up until it's running like a well-oiled machine, all the way down to the back-end process. And we also have a lot of people in the like, kind of mindset coaching niche who are doing really well. And then we've got a few people in e-commerce who have the, sometimes the only thing you have to do in that niche is just create a really irresistible acquisition offer and be willing to t break even or to lose a little to get a customer and then really push things on email marketing. And uh, there's a lot of missing opportunity when people aren't doing email, most of our people who come in aren't emailing enough. And if we can just get them doing it more, then they'll, they'll be more successful doing that. Whoa, 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 wait a second. Before we go into the rest of this episode, I'm gonna interrupt abruptly and just ask you one big favor. I hope you're getting a ton of value, a ton of knowledge. I hope you're getting some breakthroughs from myself and the guests, and I want one thing in return. What I would love is for you to subscribe and leave a review. The reviews and the subscription grows the podcast. It allows me to bring you even better guests. It allows me to invest even more time and money into this podcast to bring you the latest and greatest, the best entrepreneurs from around the world that are crushing life, crushing their business, and giving you all the tools, the mindset hacks, the knowledge, and the environment you need to be successful. So do me a favor, if you've got any amount of value from today's episode so far, or any previous episode, or any of the content I've done, it would mean the world to me if you hit a five-star review, give us your feedback on the show, the episodes, and subscribe and download. Plus, if you do that and send me a screenshot on Instagram at Rudy Moore Life, I will send you a bunch of my free training, marketing courses, sales courses worth $499. Yes, $500 worth of courses for a simple 30-second review. It would mean the world to me. Send me that screenshot. I would love for you to leave that review, and I would appreciate it very, very much so we can keep growing this show and make it awesome. So let's get back into the episode. I appreciate you guys, and let's dive back in. Great. What about on the ad, the email side, the ad, you know, promotion side? So I'll talk a little bit about the emails. Um, the ones who are emailing, they don't set up the emails in a way that convince a person to click on a link. They'll just send a message out and I'll be like, oh yeah, check out my stuff. And it's not a compelling enough reason for someone who's reading your email to come over. It might be yep. content. And the problem I see is people focus too much on the content. I just want to provide value. But they have to understand people have joined that email list because they're looking for a solution. And if you don't ever give them the option to get that solution, they're going to get it from somewhere else. Right. Yeah. 
Slash anything else on the ad or email or Well, on the email, the, the biggest thing I'm noticing with people that's making the biggest improvement is they take too long to get to the point at the beginning of the email. There's a lot of throat clearing in terms of the copy. A lot of time you can chop the first paragraph off and it'll perform better. And then the call to action is, is like this sneaky SEO type call to action where it's not even clear that that's what you want them to do. So being more explicit on the call to action, getting to the point faster and having a more curiosity focused, shorter subject line is usually what gets results in email marketing. Yeah, I mean, it's important. Don't don't be afraid to sell. Right. You know, like the people, they're afraid to sell. They're afraid to promote. They're afraid to email. And they're like, oh, I don't want to have my brand. I'm like, hey, you don't have a brand right now. <laughs> no, you don't have a big email list. You don't have a lot of customers. Your number one focus should be revenue and sales so you can build a brand. And, and these days, every billion dollar brand, every big industry titan, they're emailing every day. Everyone's used to it at this point. It's not like a bad thing to be selling your product. And Eric, as you said, that, that people are looking for the solution. And I, one thing I've learned too when I work with people is everyone has this perception that every email and ad they post, 100% of people see it. So they go, I can't send another email tomorrow because they saw it yesterday. I'm like, hey, you had a 10% open rate or 20% open rate, which means 80% of the people didn't even see it, right? Or maybe they scanned the subject line. So it's not like everyone's seeing it. And even the people that clicked, the email, only 1% or 5% actually then clicked onto the lander. So most people haven't even seen it. So you got to get over that as well. And that yeah. part of the mindset that we actually have to help people with, even though they come for us, they come to us for marketing, but we have to help them with the mindset. It's just like when I was a personal trainer 14 years ago, they come to you for the workout plan, but half of what you're helping them with is the habit building and yeah. the mindset and the consistency because if you don't have that, the marketing doesn't work. If you didn't have that in fitness, the weight loss plan wouldn't work if they couldn't stay consistent. So next question, people listening today, they're, they're okay at marketing. They understand it. They're learning from me. That's why they're here. They're into entrepreneurship and business, but they're not world-class like us. They've not do done it for 15, 20 years. How do they find someone, you know, apart from obviously joining our programs, if, if they want to just dabble, how do they find someone and what questions should they ask when trying to find a mentor, a coach, a marketer? So you want to focus on somebody, especially when you're in the beginning throws, who is more direct response focused. Mm -hmm. Don't talk to somebody who's like, oh, I've won awards or accolades or people like my stuff. Like that matters less than somebody who's taking every dollar that you're giving them and trying to get a result for you. So making sure they understand what direct response marketing is and they aren't just looking for some bloated budget that'll take six months before you get a result. Sometimes that happens more in SEO, but when you're looking at a direct response mentor or somebody who can help guide you there, you want that kind of instruction. Great. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of people in marketing space tend to name drop and book drop. They talk about the people they know, the people they've met, and the books that they've read. They have all the concepts and the labels memorized. But if you just take one of those things, like for instance, you ask them about direct response marketing, describe to me the difference between direct response and regular marketing and just keep drilling down and getting as specific as possible with your questions. And a lot of the time, what looks like a lot of expertise and experience will just crumble as soon as you start asking direct questions about that. Whereas it's easy to be fooled if someone says, well, yeah, I met Russell Brunson and I've heard of him and I've read this book and this book and this book. It's like, oh, this person knows what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the deeper questions will reveal whether they have entrenched experience or not. Yeah, and, and to give you context, listen, we our interview process for marketing is we literally have like, uh, 30 minutes of like questions that they have to do before they even get on an interview, which is like a Google form. And we're asking more in-depth stuff that that separates. You can tell because we ha know what to ask. 
between someone that understands the basic concept and but that's very different that person i understand what needs to be built for a house i get you need a wall you need plumbing you need a shower you need some electrics you need a bedroom but i'm not i couldn't build this house this castle we're in right and that's the difference and the problem with a lot of you out there and it's not your fault but it's a problem you need to be aware of is you're hiring someone that's a handyman that gets what goes into a house and they can talk about drywall and they understand what type of paint you need and but but they can't build a house like go and ask them show me all the houses you've actually built that you have 100 percent done not been a part of a team or done a bit of copy for and said you built this million dollar funnel so really you got to blast the marketers because marketers and salespeople are the worst right because they'll tell you everything you want to hear to get the job or the contract or the gig so you got to really hammer them and, and really test them and then you'll find um you'll you'll kind of start exposing the cracks and the gaps and find someone great for you because marketing and sales will dictate the success of your business so you have to learn the basics so you don't get robbed and cheated and if you don't you will get robbed and cheated and you'll get frustrated and your business will suffer and you'll never make it into the success that you really want which is why you know with these guys we've we've built such a great relationship such a great team such a great ecosystem and we're impacting thousands of entrepreneurs because we have the formula we have the system we have the experience and the track record so guys any final comments to the listeners about how to be successful with their marketing in 2024 Real simple, know your numbers. A lot of marketing, we think it's a creative endeavor, but it really comes down to the data. If you can figure out your data, your cost per acquisition, your cost per lead, how much it costs you to get a customer, you can start there and grow and actually make your business successful. If you don't know the numbers, yeah. it doesn't matter how good the marketing concepts you know about. Yeah, that's brilliantly put. I mean, there's three things. I was writing about this this morning that you need to do to do successful marketing. There's, there's math, there's psychology, and there's strategy. Strategy is a big picture. Um, but once you put your strategy together and put it out there, you're going to have a lot of leaks in your pipes. And mathematics, the math, knowing those numbers is going to tell you where the leaks are. But on top of that, you have to know, okay, what does this leak, this weakness in my chain, tell me psychologically about my prospect? And how can I adjust the psychology of my message to make sure I tighten that up? And then when it does work, how do I start putting the elements of that psychology all throughout my entire funnel so that I get better results across the entire funnel? Great. There you go, guys. And if you want to work with as uh, you know, the dynamic duo over here or the free musketeers, if I'm included, if you want help with the marketing, the business, building the brand, the strategy, hit us up. We'll show you how you can uh, learn from us. We have free trainings all the way up to our $100,000 program or our agency where we're running it all for you. Uh, we're very passionate about what we do, as you can tell. And we're uh, we really want marketing to be simplified so you can grow the brand of your dreams and live a life of your dreams. And that's what the red life's all about. Until next time, guys, take care, hit us up and let us help you with your marketing. My name's Rooney Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life.